We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny Meringue. And then I went to this movie theater. This is it. I made a noise like this. Dusty Hera. Then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. I'm beginning to like this kid much. <laughs> this is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. Are you the fan. It's hour number three of Danny and Dusty, but it's a Danny and Rusty experience. And ladies and gentlemen, it's Danny and Rusty, so we got to find some way to sneak some food in here. <sighs> there are there are people on this planet that uh, I've been uh, not so secretly uh, fond of saying, stuff them in a rocket and shoot them into a sun. Yes. Uh, not particularly our sun, but any sun, uh, because stuff like this blows my mind. A woman called 911. This may be the Karen of all Karens, because her ribs were too pink. Ah, yes. Barbecue, the feast of the South. When it is really good, oh, you have to call a friend or the police. 911, what's the address of the emergency? Yes, can I get an officer at um, Clyde Cooper and Barbecue? Clyde Cooper's Barbecue in downtown Raleigh had a teaching moment, but the student did not understand the assignment. The owner of the restaurant said the customer just wasn't understanding that parts of her pork barbecue being pink was normal. When she said it to me, I said, excuse me? The customer eventually called 911 after leaving. Yes, I had ordered some food from there, and the barbecue is pink. But before that call, Debbie said she tried to explain again and again. Even some customers did, too. I kind of snickered a little bit, and I told her, I said, honey, that's when the barbecue is smoked. It turns pink, and she was insistent that it wasn't done. But Debbie said she offered to bring another meal, white meat chicken. And the woman never made a fuss. Tensions never sizzled. She eventually left and dialed 911. When the cop came in, though, he had a cute little smile on his face and rolled his eyes and just had his arms folded. I don't even think he said much to me other than, I got you. But the beef didn't stop there. A one-star review with a photo of a barbecue plate was left online. But Debbie said she's got no hard feelings. Tell her to come back and I'll educate her about North Carolina Southeastern-style barbecue. I'll be happy to. Oh, and by the way, I did check the last health inspection for Clyde Cooper's barbecue. It had a 96.5 in A grade. And within the last hour, I did track down the customer. I asked if she wanted to contribute to the story. She said, not right now. She's looking at getting a lawyer.
My God. <laughs> That's WRAL in North Carolina. And let's, let me tell you, nobody, nobody is happier about how that piece ended than that reporter and that producer. The high five, the running, jumping high five when he said, the beef didn't end there. <laughs> that dude, penguin slid across the floor in the studio, got up, grabbed his Emmy, and walked away. I, I know way too many uh, news folks, producer folks, that when they are able to work that line in without a giggle and it just lands perfectly, they're just like, yes, yes. I'm submitting this for a regional Emmy. This is perfect. <laughs> How the hell do you live in North Carolina and not know smoke barbecue turns pink, Jeff? Yeah, that's, I, I don't know. Well, and then the, I love the tag on the end of the story, too, how she's just doubling down and she's decided I'm to hire an attorney. What meat attorney are you getting? Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, ambulance and cash chasers out there is it an ambulance chaser or is it like a, a well she thought it was gonna be because she thought the pink ribs were gonna make her sick i mean this, this seems like one of those if you see i live out in newburgh so i've got out in dundee there's a uh a, a portable uh meat uh packager so like it's kind of funny i actually saw it on the way in today uh-huh. it's like an ambulance that has been converted into a slaughter mobile <laughs> so is that is, is this like a slaughter mobile chaser lawyer <laughs> Man. I mean, listen. If, I guess if, you got you got you got to get your kill process pretty uh, quick, don't you? Yeah, I mean, but like if if you've got you know you you go hunting and you don't necessarily want to dress something, or if you've you got a small farm and you're not really set up to do it, that's a real thing that exists. But yeah, uh, further proof this this right here, Jeff Russ. This is the only evidence I need that not everybody in this country should vote. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, <laughs> man. God, man, I. Did you ever see the, again, Vine had so many gems. Did you ever see the Vine of the dude who lost his mind when his girlfriend made him a sandwich, but it had the end piece? And he thought... Oh, the the bread, the heel of the bread? Yeah, the heel of the bread, and he thought that that was just there to hold the rest of the bread in place. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, did he not think it was actual food? No, he didn't think it was edible. What are you doing? That's the end piece. Oh, man. That's, that's there Good to keep Lord. the other bread in place. <laughs> are you stupid or something? Yes. Yes. All right. That was good and fun. I've got to get back on track. Uh, coming up, we have our NFL Mid-Season Awards. I have selected mine. They are indisputable, like all things uh, that I say, right? No. Uh, I'm sure Jeff Russ will have some pushback one way or another, but we will dive back to that on the other side of this break. This is Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. It's the final hour here on Danny and Dusty, and a Danny and Rusty edition. No Dusty today, but we are still going to push forward with our NFL midseason awards. We are I mean, quasi halfway because it's a 17-game season, and it doesn't make sense. There's no actual halfway point. But, David, we're going to have halfway point awards. Jeff, get, get us started. Ooh, I love that music. Yes, right? It just makes it feel like football. It does! And I know I promised more basketball, and we'll get to more basketball, and we'll close the door with more basketball. But we have to get to this because, uh, well, we've had this plan for a while, and we needed to, to uh, pay it off. Yes. But as crazy as this is, Rust, there are pretty clear-cut, concise winners, I think, for each of these awards as you go through. Now, you can... You can eyeball some things, I think, on the... You can pick some nits. Yeah. But I think on the MVP, it's pretty clearly right now Josh Allen, although maybe... Jalen Hurts could have something to say with, say about it. He could. And I, I go maybe a little bit different way on the offensive player of the year versus opposed to MVP. But Josh Allen has been the everything man for the Buffalo Bills. And up until the Jets game and when... That right arm looked a little noodly. Yes. Uh, we're still waiting to hear uh, uh, on some expected scans on the old arm. Held out of practice today, day-to-day, and day to day, status for Sunday, unsure. Certainly makes me feel better about it. Maybe it's just uh, a, a little bit of the tingles and not uh, the old Tommy John, because that would be terrifying. I would hate to see that, as tremendous he has been. But for me, I'm going Josh Allen on the MVP side of things. Which way did you go? I was thinking Josh Allen, too, but I, like I said, I think Jalen Hurts could be a good way to go also. I mean, it, it, you're the quarterback leading the way for the lone undefeated team mm-hmm. uh, in the league. Who else there is doing it? He's carrying the load. Going to go ahead and let that one sit in there. Yeah. You can you can keep that one for later. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm not, not clean. Gonna... We got music behind it. Ah, uh, it's true. Lucky dog. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm not going to fight you on this solely because on my offensive player of the year, I am going Jalen Hurts. I I hedged my bets here. I gave the MVP one way, and I gave the offensive player of the year the award uh, another way. I went Jalen Hurts as my offensive player of the year in the NFL. Why? Because you could flip either one of these awards. You could give Jalen Hurts the MVP and Josh Allen the offensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has been the quarterback for the only undefeated team. While he is not putting up video game numbers, Every single time his number is called, the man has delivered. He has gone above and beyond any and all expectations. I did not believe in Jalen Hurts. I figured he would be the one thing that would hold the Philadelphia Eagles back. He has been the one thing solidifying yes. the Philadelphia Eagles this year. Boy, I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll complete honesty here. I thought we were just going offensive and defensive rookies uh, as opposed to the whole league. Uh I can't disagree with you there. You know, you've also got your guys like 
who are always at the top of that kind of leaderboard. You're Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You're never going to have a wrong answer there with, with it, him. If you threw a Patrick Mahomes in there, I'm not going to look at you sideways. Yeah. Uh, or even uh, uh, Derrick Henry. Oh, he was actually my number two. Yeah. So if I was going to go ranked order, uh, I had Jalen Hurts, Patrick, or no, excuse me, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, whatever one you want to swap either way. Derrick Henry, number two. Tyreek Hill, number three. There we go. Tyreek Hill has been absolutely phenomenal, but uh, King Henry has uh, kept the Titans. I mean, they played this, the uh, Chiefs to a standstill, and it was all behind, hey, uh, I'm Derrick Henry, and I'm going to run you over for four quarters. <laughs> Just truly tremendous stuff. On the defensive side of the ball, it pains me to admit this, Jeff Rust. Yes. I'm going to go with a Cowboy here, and I think he's running away with the award right now. Micah Parsons on the defensive side of the ball, Defensive Player of the Year. He has unseated Aaron Donald as the most dominant defensive player in the entire NFL. There's nothing you can do about him. He is inevitable. Yeah, that's hard to argue. I'll go right. I'll, I'll, this is where I'll stick with you. I'll go with Micah Parsons. I don't think you can really argue too much, and you it really you have to go down a ways. Uh, Miles Garrett has kind of been there and been a guy, but he hasn't gotten home. Aaron Donald is still very much that dude. Uh, obviously, T.J. Watt lost basically for the season, uh, so he's not up on the board. Uh, it all cleared the runway for uh, Micah Parsons' uh, breakout uh, take-hold season, so to speak. Flipping over to the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, Brees Hall looked to have this award wrapped up. Yes, and, and then I, he got hurt. He got hurt. And the thing about running backs is, number one, they get hurt. Number two, they're only good for really four or five years. Yeah. You look back at Ezekiel Elliott and his first couple years in the league and how utterly dominant he was and where he sits now. Well, it flipped over to another running back. Kenneth Walker up in Seattle has been absolutely incredible, uh, bringing the balance to the uh, ball control, run-oriented, play-action offense that Pete Carroll loves to run in Seattle with DK Metcalf on one side. Uh, Tyler Lockett on the other, and the uh, new era, Marshawn Lynch, dare I say, and Kenneth Walker. I think he's running away now, uh, figuratively and totally speaking, uh, with the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Well, the league felt that way, too, as he was named the Offensive Rookie of the Month for October. Uh, when he turned out uh, 432 rushing yards and five scores. Uh, that was both of those numbers, the most among rookies. Huh, weird. So 100 rushing yards a week and over a touchdown. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I, I think... Uh, uh, Hard to argue, Kenneth Walker in the third. Decent, decent stuff. Yes. On the defensive side of the ball, it started in week one, and it's still going. Sauce Gardner is about that life. He is saucy as could be. If Brees Hall was healthy, the Jets would run away with the offensive defensive rookies of the year. And this is not to take away from the Seattle Seahawks because they are n- probably number two in both. Uh, it was Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker. And defensively, you're probably looking at Sa- no, probably you're looking at Sauce Gardner and Tweak Woolen. Yeah. Those are your one and two. Fantastic drafts by the New York Jets and Seattle Seahawks. But right now, Sauce Gardner is your number one for me for uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, well, just in the interest of keeping things different and not agreeing with you on basically everything, <laughs> uh, I am going to go with Tariq Woolen. He was also the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Month for the month of October. Good uh, month for Seattle. Yeah, 19 tackles, five breakups, two fumble recoveries, three picks, uh, including one of those for a touchdown. Not and Too also, shabby. as far as Vegas is concerned, uh, Gardner and Tariq Woolen are the only ones with odds under a thousand uh, to be named Defensive Rookie of the Year. At this point, unless somebody, unless a, a pass rusher comes out of nowhere and just has like a ten sack close to the yeah. season, it's between these two. You've got Ahmad Gardner at plus one twenty five and Tariq Woolen at plus two fifty. The next closest is Aiden Hutchinson at plus one thousand. 
And again, he, I believe, picked up three and a half of his four and a half sacks in the first two weeks of the season. So it's quite a down since. Quite Again, if he goes on a, a 10-sack tear to close the season, ends with double-digit, you know, 14, 15 sacks, you could certainly see that. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see the opportunity there for the Lions and, and Aiden Hutchinson to really show out in that manner. But I've seen weirder stuff. Uh, for me, I'm going to go coach of the year. I'm going to go Pete Carroll. I think you can go uh, Sirianni. I think you can go. There's several different directions you could go here. But Pete Carroll was pegged for dead. Yes, this was Dusty and I. We talked. You and I. We talked about this all summer coming mm. into the season. This team was going to suck. Tank for picks. Get your good pick. Hopefully, the, the Denver Broncos pick was maybe in the high teens. Right. Now their pick is going to be in the 20s. Tremendous. Because they're going to, they might end up with a first round bye, yeah. as insane as this is all going. And they're going to win the NFC West. Yeah. Barring a complete collapse, they are going to win the NFC West. That's crazy. That is absolutely insane. I'm giving my nod to Pete Carroll, and, and he, I think every coach does this at the beginning of the season. Hey, we're better than you think we are. Mm-hmm. We all got to tip our cap and go, hey, they got Geno. They got that defense. Their draft class is incredible. Uh, and Pete Carroll is my coach of the year. Yeah, Pete was the first one that popped into my mind. But again, in the you know interest of keeping things a little bit different, you could go a few different ways. You could even go Sean McDermott in Buffalo. Yes, um, you know he, everybody thought they were going to be good, and they have been. And they have been. So you know he's he's doing his job. Uh, you could go with Brian Dable and 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 in the Giants, have a hard yep. time anybody arguing that. But you mentioned this guy uh, after you talked about Pete. I'm going with Nick Sirianni and the way that he's got those Philadelphia Eagles undefeated. Can't argue with undefeated. Yeah, you, you are. Cannot. What your record says you are. <laughs> exactly. And undefeated, you cannot argue with. Quibble about uh, about style points and whatever yeah. you wish. Not only are the Eagles undefeated, they have style points. Yes, and especially the way that he's rebounded since his opening press conference. Pr- yes, just yeah. <laughs> He, he he got some stuff figured out, and he's, he's he's got that ship pointed in the right direction. He does have that ship ship pointed in the right That's direction. Ship. Okay, so want to make sure. Yes, tap my headphones here real quick. Ship. I was like, well, I mean, he's not wrong. He's got that ship <laughs> headed in the right direction. <laughs> and then again, I'm going to stick on my Seattle vibe for my most improved. I this one, I think you and I are going to have to agree on. I don't think there's really another answer. There's no better story probably in the NFL right now than Geno Smith. Yeah, going from a guy five years ago of having his jaw broken in practice by a teammate, uh, being an also ran and a, really a cast off in the NFL. Yeah, to the point of coming into this season, we looked at it as like, why would the Seahawks go with Geno Smith? That's not going to be any fun. That's yeah. not going to be any good. Geno Smith has been one of the three best quarterbacks in the NFL this year. Yeah. That's insane. I think he's leading the league in passing yards, or at least uh, I know in, in uh, uh, passing percentage. He's at over 73%. I mean, his completion percentage has been bonkers. And yes. it's not like he's nickel and diamond. No. He's, he throws one of the best deep balls in the NFL. It's tremendous. Really, teams are, are looking at it now of trying to take that deep ball away because he is so good. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, getting it done alongside Geno Smith, propelling the Seahawks to where they are right now and with an opportunity again to win that win the nfc west and be a top two seed i mean the seahawks were picked before the season to win what four or five four games? or five i think their over under was i i believe their over under was five and a half i think i took the over because i believe they i thought i was like they'll win six yeah and the debate was over which guy you should start to to tank to to start to do to a tank. better tank job yes. to get in a real quarterback next year and the company you know they didn't know who was going to be worse. 
and for him to come out and they're six and three and he's leading the league in completion percentage, yeah, I don't. You, you can't pick anybody else for most improved player other than Geno Smith. Geno Smith might be so good that, that the Seahawks use both their first round picks on non quarterbacks next year. That's. I mean, if, if you came back, or not, he's June, a long term answer. I don't know, but you know, it, it's yeah. I, if you came back to June and told me that, I would have, I would have punched me in the face. Yeah. And you can't, you know, you can only play the teams that are in front of you. They haven't had, you know, a really terribly tough schedule no, thus far. But they've handled it. But they've handled it. And, yeah, Remember, you can only play who's put in front of you. We we laughed at the Broncos game to open up the season. Like, ah, that's their Super Bowl. They got it done. Yeah. That Denver team, while being totally broken on offense, that is a damn good defense. Mm-hmm. And the Seahawks, damn good offense. Yeah. Head by, led by Geno Smith. And, listen, Comeback Player of the Year, Most Improved, whatever you want to call it, it's Geno Smith's award. Yes, it is. <sighs> it's crazy, Jeff. We're halfway through the NFL season. I know. It's bananas. You blink. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I thought you were going to throw another N in there. <laughs> B-A-N-N-A-N-A-S? Wait, what? Where are you going with this? That is our NFL midseason awards. It'll be interesting to see where these land. Like, again, Injuries happen, seasons change, everything goes one way or another. But there's some pretty solid, dare I say, nearly etched in stone narratives that have transpired in the NFL. We have talked so much about parody in this NFL season. That parody has turned uh, into mostly predictiveness. Now, the New York Jets are there to, to disrupt some of that, uh, obviously knocking the Bills off this week. Yeah. And we'll have a little bit more weirdness as we go. But do you, do you, do you get a sense that we're going to get a – late push storyline in any of these categories? I feel like a couple of these teams that we expected to to start out better will maybe figure some things out. The Rams have had a tough go of it. Uh who if if Denver can figure something out offensively, you know, it, it put together some semblance of offense with that defense, they can come back and make a little noise, I think. But it, other than that, you know, you get well and Josh Allen's elbow is going to be that's going to be That huge. might be the one that changes the NFL for for the rest of the season. If it all of a sudden that day to day turns into yeah, he needs Tommy John. Yeah. Then we could be thrown for a massive loop and then obviously the door opens for MVP and Yep. How everything else shapes out of that. And as somebody who picked the Bills to make the Super Bowl. Well, actually, to win the Super Bowl. To win, yes. Yes. It's okay. Uh, yeah. I've I've got my eyes on that elbow. I uh I, I picked the Bengals. Ooh. It happens. Uh, speaking of happening, the Portland Trailblazers will take on the Charlotte Hornets uh, in a little under an hour and a half for game four of their six-game road trip. A win tonight would guarantee them at least a 500 road trip. Is there a chance that the Portland Trailblazers go 4-2 and two in a deadly road trip while getting a rest and securing their position in the early season in the NBA? That's coming up next on Danny and Dusty. But first, here's Jeff Rust. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Woo, doggy. It's a Danny and Dusty, Danny and Rusty special. We'll, we'll make this uh, a, a normal part of the show because uh, what I'll end up doing is uh, Tonya Harding, Dusty. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is tremendously huge studio all by my lonesome. 
All by myself. That's what we need to do. We, we still we still need to get our uh, our our new rejoin of all three of us singing. Yeah, well, I'll get right on that. <laughs> we, 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 we we gotta get that going, man. We, did we decide what what song we were gonna we're working off? Of? We gotta we gotta yeah we gotta noodle with that one. Do we, do we do we boy band it? I, I feel like we have to since there's three of us. Well, I guess if we're gonna boy band it, we gotta at least go old school like NKOTB or something. You know? Yeah, no, exactly. It's, yeah. it's either that or we gotta like a little it, more generationally appropriate. It's gotta be like the Doobie Brothers or Crosby, Stills and Nash. It's like it's gotta be a group, a group effort. There we, we go. We gotta have the the group crossover. Absolutely. I'm, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Dusty's gotta be the, the 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 base in this, right? Or we just or we just say F it and go like islands in the stream. <laughs> God. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I mean, we could always go like you know, vanilla ice. <laughs> no, three white guys. No, yeah. okay. What? Huh? What? All right. Uh, listen, uh, we are going to hard pivot into basketball. Why? Because I'm here and I'm running things and I get to decide. Dun 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 dun. The executives ever were like, God dang it! Why did we hire the basketball guy again? This is why. Damn it. Bone Trailblazers are taking on the Charlotte Hornets tonight. Actually, in about an hour and 25 minutes, they will tip off. In fact, when we wrap up here at 3 o'clock, I am going to haul butt home uh, and get ready for the watch party. The Portland Trailblazers are already 2-1 on this road trip, which... I think 4-1 on the road on the season? Yes, they've been they've been tremendous. Yeah. Just truly great. Uh, obviously, the uh, absolute shellacking by the Suns while being shorthanded on a back-to-back, which... You don't really care about because you got you split the series. You don't care how you split the series. If you're playing these these series games, your goal, if particularly if you're on the road, split them. Let me give everybody the math here real quick. If you win fifty percent of your road games, fifty percent of your road games, or close to twenty, you want to go you want to go twenty one twenty, but twenty and twenty one, fine. You have forty one road, forty one home, and then you win twenty five. Of your home games, you're either at 45 or 46 wins. That is a good season. Absolutely. It is a great season. So if the Blazers are pocketing all of these road wins early on the season, remember. Money in the bank. Yes. That post-All-Star break schedule where we thought that's where the Blazers need to win like 25 of their final 35 games. Which, when you look at the schedule, it definitely looks like it's possible. you got a lot of Spurs. you got a lot of Rockets. Those Jazz games in there. Maybe not quite as winnable. We'll see what Danny Ainge does. I still have a reeling suspicion that uh, the impending fire sale is coming. But the Blazers are going to bank a bunch of these road games early on. And that's incredibly important because their opportunity to go from a play-in team to a legitimate uh, playoff team six. hinge on it. Yeah. If you take a look at where the Blazers were or, or were expected, everybody had them as... Seven, eight, nine. Some people at ten. Mm-hmm. Like, I what, said thirty-eight and a half wins. I want to say was yes, the over/under thirty-eight and a half was the original, which I placed a substantial amount of on the over. Mm-hmm. And then preseason happened, and I went, "Can I have my money back?" <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't. I did not uh, hedge or pull out against it, but I, I definitely thought about it. Well, preseason is the time to tinker around and figure out what works and what doesn't. And I, I They think, tinkered. I, I think they figured out what didn't work. They figured out what didn't work very quickly. Yeah. What has been tremendous so far this season is if you have followed me for any period of time, you know that my view of coaching in the NBA is that it, while it has an impact, players mean more exponentially. Coaching does have an impact. 
And on that impact, I think Chauncey has pressed the right button nearly every single night flawlessly. Managing the lineups, when guys are out, who he runs the offense through. Because Chauncey is not a coach who calls plays from the sidelines every single time, but a fair amount he does call. Now, when Dame and Ann are out there, it's more about run, 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 go, go, go. It's not necessarily, hey, run 1-5, hey, run hammer, hey, run pistol, hey, run this. Mm -hmm. It's little anecdotal things. You can see him kind of just feeding to them, hey, they're doing this, hey, they're doing this, hey, they're doing this. He does more of the coaching and the timeouts. But the buttons that he's pushing as far as who he's getting in Mm -hmm. and when he's doing it, let's go back to the last game and what turns into a game winner for Josh Hart against the Miami Heat. Yeah. They were not in that game for three quarters. They didn't let go of the rope, which is that buy-in, but his willingness both in that game and in the Sacramento Kings opening night to sit Yusuf Nurkic down and go to small ball Justice Winslow gave them two wins in the season. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you've seen that from them a few times so far this season is, is coming back from behind in the fourth quarter late and stealing a game. Now, my one question is, how long do you think he can keep sitting Nurkic in crunch time before somebody becomes unhappy with his role. He'll, I think he can do it tonight because the likelihood is Nurk's not going to play. <laughs> <laughs> so you tinker a little bit tonight. And for those that are unaware, uh, Jeremy Grant and Yusuf Nurkic were both, both downgraded to questionable. And if you're wondering why, well, it's the Charlotte Hornets. They're very much not good. Mm-hmm. But I say that wholeheartedly knowing that Portland could F around and find out. Right. This is the NBA. They're still professionals. They can still go out there and, and and listen, Charlotte doesn't play any defense, but they can score. And they can score with anybody in the league. Doesn't matter on any given night. But the Blazers are looking to pocket Yusuf Nurkic and Jeremy Grant for tomorrow night in New Orleans when they're going to take on Zion, Brandon Ingram, uh, T.J. McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas, Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado. It is a team that, when healthy, is a nightmare to deal with. And I will tell you right now, Jose Alvarado is not going to let Anthony Simons off easy. Mm-hmm. And so He's a pest. Oh, God, he's hellacious. <laughs> so alleviate some of that burden by letting Jeremy Grant get a little bit of rest, who had to carry the offensive burden uh, in Phoenix both nights. You give him a little bit of rest because he's probably going to be the guy who's going to have to run around with Brandon Ingram, mm-hmm. who is a scoring monster. You give Nurk the night off to kind of get right, before flying down to Nolan, taking on Jonas Valanciunas, who historically has given Nurk problems. Because you're looking at this, and this I, I, I'm very much looking at this holistically from the front office and from Chauncey Billups. Mm-hmm. They are pushing the right buttons off the floor. Yeah, They did not rush Damian Lillard back. Right. When Ant's foot flared up, they had no question resting him. Yeah. When you've had other nicks and knocks, Trenton Watford, they didn't after they rushed him back in preseason. Like, okay, we're not going to rush him back in the regular season. He's going to get right. Yeah, they are, and Dame is kind of leading this effort. When he rolled his or had his calf go up, well, he's on seen him in for that a game. decade now how it goes when you just try to get back when you feel like you you can you go. can versus when you need to. Yes, and that that's the big difference here. Well, you've had multiple game winners this season by Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant. Mm-hmm. Anthony Simons. Coming from multiple sources. Not one by Damian Lillard. Man. And that is the trust part of this that has been so huge. And you're seeing the trust in the Blazers resting guys tonight against what should be an inferior opponent. So it's not necessarily so much about the injuries. It's more of a management. And managing your 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 load management, your expectations, your, your rest advantage, disadvantage, on a back-to-back, all of this stuff, 
this shows a tremendous shift in an organization-wide viewpoint, mm-hmm. from Joe Cronin to Chauncey Billups to Damian Lillard, being in lockstep. And this is the kind of stuff that you want to see. All right, we're going to wrap up the show. After we come back, uh, we will uh, touch on what's going around on around the world of sports. Uh, you're listening to Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, closing tip here on Danny and Dusty on a Danny and Rusty special edition. We do have confirmation that Yusuf Nurkic, Jeremy Grant, and Keon Johnson will all be out as we kind of expected. It, it, it does make sense. Casey Holdall had that uh, here just a few minutes ago. 14 minutes ago. And, uh, yeah, Drew Eubanks, Justice Winslow will start. Wow, giving the starters out ahead of time. Look at the, yeah. well, I know we are we are an hour and fifteen minutes away from tip top tip tip top. Yeah. Tip off yes. uh, when Chauncey would normally do his pregame. So that makes sense. Yep. Uh shout out Drew Eubanks. Dubanks getting the start. Uh, I was wondering Prime which Troutdale. Listen, Shaq of Troutdale, shout out Mike Richmond for the, one of the fantastic names uh out there. Uh this should be an up and down game with with no Nurk, even though Portland is shorthanded. I would fully expect to see the Portland Trailblazers run up and down the floor with the Charlotte Hornets, which well should make for a good viewing experience, which if you want to take part, the Jack Ramsey's Boss Party, you can uh, follow along. Just uh, the link I will post on uh, the Jack Ramsey's Twitter page uh, when I get home from the show today. Uh, speaking of running away, will Daniel Snyder be running away when D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine uh, makes a major announcement related to the Washington Commanders tomorrow? Yikes. Yikes. Now, my first thought was, hey, tomorrow's Thursday. That's not a news dump. And then you were like, but Friday is an off day. Three-day like, weekend, my friend. Oh, maybe they're making a major announcement that there's no findings because it is a short week. Because Friday, even though I will be in here working, it is Veterans Day. Veterans Day, Jeff. Yeah. Why am I working? What? <laughs> I just push buttons. Go ask your bosses. <laughs> Odyssey bosses. What what is going on here? How dare you? I'm a veteran. I demand. No, I don't. Uh, my wife, however, uh, this morning, she's like, hey, I've got Friday off. I'm not exactly sure why. And I just looked at her sideways like the seagulls from Finding Nemo. Yeah. Mine. Well, so it looks like this will be a 1 p.m. Eastern press conference. So that's a little Ooh, bit that, early that's, in the oh, day that's not, for that's the pre-weekend news, weekend news dump. Yeah, no, it's a 5 p.m. news dump. No, yeah, no. one, Yeah, 1 p.m.? 1 yeah. p.m. Eastern? Oh, yeah, that's not a news dump. Yeah. Not a chance. There's something that's, coming. That's a fricassee. <laughs> they, they got Daniel Snyder on a spit with an apple in his mouth. <laughs> oh, baby, sign me up. When they do the preemptive one, it's, it's one of two ways. Mm-hmm. We have nothing. Or... We have the goods, right. and we're going to murder you. <laughs> so Daniel Snyder exploring selling the Washington Commanders, and this probably not mutually exclusive, one would think. Yeah, I'm going to go with not mutually exclusive, yes. Because, listen. There's probably some sort of Italian there. Yeah, here's the thing. You do not get to where he is in life and the opportunities that he has had by not knowing some movers and shakers in the most political of towns. He saw the writing on the wall. So I'm going to go ahead and stake my claim out here early on Hot Take Island on the coldest of takes. He gone. It'll be, and the NFL needs it bad. They do. And that's, that's, that's how this is going to go. 
Uh, thank you all for riding along with this Danny and Rusty special edition of Danny and Dusty. Hopefully, Dusty will be back in the uh, the old commander chair tomorrow. Uh, hopefully not commando. Uh, this has been fun, though. We, we worked a little bit of basketball, worked a little bit of football, had some good guests, Ryan Horvat and Tyson Alger, ahead of uh, Ducks Dogs down at Autzen this weekend. We'll dive more into uh, Rivalry Week for the Ducks uh, and the as well as the Blazers on this monumentally long, stupid, entirely frustrating six-game road trip because why on earth do you do this this early in the season? That's how this goes. But no Dusty today. Thanks for letting me ride solo. Rusty, thank you for being my, my road dog. Right on. All right, folks, we will catch you tomorrow, noon to 3. Up next, Isaac Souk with Prime Time. Have a wonderful day, and we'll talk soon. Bye. Written hard and put away wet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 